for the youth, by the youth, on 91.3 FM Stereo. Assalamualaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. And yes, that jingle indicates that you are now tuned to Youth Hour Learning to Lead with myself, Yasmina Peterson. And what I want to say is the show will be, or the open lines will be throughout the program. And I really do want you to SMS in or even give me a call with regards to your suggestions. The theme of the program is going to be Hajj. So have you been on Hajj already or are you still going on Hajj? Speak to us more about your experiences and so forth. The number is 021-442-3530. That is the number that you can give me a call in the studio. And for those sh- those of you who are shy, you can SMS us through on 47913. But for now, we are going to be speaking to Rabia Kurole, and she is actually joining us in studio this afternoon. And she's going to be st- speaking to us more on her journey as to how she felt when she went on Hajj. Assalamu alaikum to you, Rabia. Wa alaikum salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Rabia, first of all, shukran so much for taking time out to speak to us more on this and actually being here in studio. But first of all, before we actually really delve into your journey of Hajj, speak to us more on a background information on yourself. Um, I'm 24, 23 years old. Uh, I work at Sleepy Hollow. Um, my first trip overseas was Hajj. So uh, we traveled to Mecca and Medina. I also celebrated my 21st birthday in front of the Kaaba, which was a brilliant experience as well. Now, Rabia, growing up, was this always something that you wanted to do or was it ever something in which you thought that you would go to Hajj at the age of 20-21? When I was younger, um, I have thought about Hajj and I always made my intention that inshallah one day I'll go whether I'm young or old, whenever my call is there. Mm. And... Um, when my mom said she wants to make a niya for Hajj, I said I'd love to go with her as well, and she wanted me with. Okay, so you went with the family then? With my mom and a sister and a husband. Okay, and how long ago was that? We went in 2012. In 2012. Gee. So how was the feeling, how was the experience knowing that you actually got accredited? What was the whole process in order for you to, to really get you know to that level in which you can say that you have been on Hajj? Um... When we registered, I didn't think that I'd be accredited because of my age. Because yeah. obviously they give first preference to the elderly generation. Mm. But I made my intention and what had to be will be. Um, and then when we got the news, I was very overwhelmed. And I was shocked that they accredited me as well. But I guess Michael was there. Yes. Yes, definitely. I always do say that it was your time. And now, Rabia, with regards to you being accredited and you going away, speak to us more on the emotions you felt on the journey, like when you maybe saw the Kaaba for the first time. When we went down to the Haram with the group, we entered it before we could see the Holy Kaaba. The Sheikh then told us we have to lower our gaze and close our eyes while they made the Dua. Okay. After the du'a was made, we opened our eyes and we saw the Kaaba. The feeling that you get, you can't really explain. It's something for people to experience on their own. And you know what, Ravi, you're saying that I've heard that about a million times from people that has went on Hajj. Whenever I ask them, what was the experience like? They, they tell me that there's no words in order to express that. There's nothing at all. It's, it's a... You get this warm feeling and you can't believe that you're standing in front of the Kaaba. You've always heard stories, um, you know, in Madrasa mm. and you've seen pictures, but it's nothing like that. It's it's something you really can't you're express. Speechless. You're yeah, speechless. You're speechless. 
there's no word that could describe that feeling of and Allah granting you that opportunity to be there and being with my mother. It's very rare that children get that opportunity to go with their parents. And Alhamdulillah, I was very lucky to have gone with my mother. Yeah, Alhamdulillah. It's now, very emotional. <laughs> seeing that you went um, on Hajj, and for those who don't know, what was the feeling like that you experienced when, it, uh, when you were on Arafah? The experience I had on Arafah it was a very spiritual and uplifting experience. Um, I felt very emotional and sad. You know, everybody sat in the tents. Um, making the du'a individually, you know, you're repenting uh, for your sins, mm. you know, you're making du'a that Allah accepts everything, that your hajj gets accepted. Um, it, and then when closer to Maghrib, the sheikh said the um, du'as that they made and yes. the, the lectures, that was also very touching for me as well. Um, before we went to uh, before the five days of Hajj, the, we went to tour, so we went to go see Mina and Arafah, Muzdalifa, and those places. There, you actually saw the mountains, and you know the the pillar where the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam said his sermon. And in the actual day of Arafah, you see none of that. You intense. You don't see anything because it's so full. It's packed. It's crowded. But it's also something you can't really express in words. Mm. The feeling, the um, you there's there's really no words to express that as well. Um, also, you know, you're walking with the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam. Walked um, with the Sahabas. Walked. You always heard the stories. You you always heard um, our parents telling us this is what happened there, mm. and now you actually. Physically there, there to, experience to experience it, and it's amazing, you know. Um, our Prophet Muhammad was such a great man, and to follow the Sunnah of him as well, it's okay. It's now, really now, Rabia, just taking you back when you say that you made the intention, you always made the intention, but now, when with regards to that intention that you made. And having experienced Hajj, was it something in which you actually imagined it to be or was it something totally different? Not really. It was something totally different. You pictured this desert, you pictured um, camels. Mm. When you went, it's mod basically modernized buildings. Most of the ziyarat places is removed and the rebuilding on it, which I find it's really sad because why we go for Hajj, why we go see Makkah and Medina is to see what our prophet has been yes. through what they have seen and and you all like I said you hear the stories you read up about it and this is what you'd love to see and we can't see that because everything is getting everything is getting taken away yeah understood now while you were on Hajj did you notice any youth around there um in our group we had quite a few young couples okay. which was really nice yes. um to know that young people go for Hajj, they don't wait for the elderly and it's very important to go while you're young to have your strength, to have your health because um, it was really sad to see how elderly people struggle. I'd also advise if elderly people do go, go with your, if it's, if it's a, a man, go with your son. Mm. If it's a woman, go with your daughter or, or a sibling of yourself because you need somebody to help you. 
And that there is a voice of Rabia Kurole, 021-442-3530. That is a number that you can call me in the studio if you have any suggestions or comments that you would want to share to the program. 47913, that is our SMS number. And as I said, Rabia is speaking to us more on her journey as to how she felt when she was on Hajj for the very first time. Now, the journey that you have been, the experience, did it change you? Um... Yes, it has. You learn to appreciate more things that you maybe might have taken for granted. You see different things in a different light as well. When you do go for Hajj, there's, and when you do go to Makkah and Medina, everybody's on the same level. There's no status. Rich is on the same level as the poor. And you find that so amazing that you can't, um, you know, oh, I'm wealthier than you. Yes. Everyone is equal. Everyone is equal. Rabia, you hold that thought. We're going to prioritize. And when we do come back, we continue with Rabia, inshallah. The Youth Hour. For the youth. By the youth. On 91.3 FM Stereo. Assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh and yes you are tuned to Youth Hour with myself Yasmina Peterson and the theme this time around is Hajj. So have you been on Hajj? Are you thinking about going on Hajj? If you are youth then definitely I would advise you to save up your money and rather take the opportunity now better than when it's going to be too late. We are joined in studio. We will still have our guest in studio and that is Rabia Kurole and she is speaking to us more on her journey of Hajj and Rabia just before the break you mentioned that it's such a spiritual journey. It's something in which you can really connect with your creator. We rich doesn't matter, poor doesn't matter. You are all you are all equal. Yes. Now, some of the sacrifices. Did you make any sacrifices before you went on Hajj? Yes, or to go um, on Hajj. I had to stay out of campus for six weeks, and when I returned from Hajj, it was I returned on the first of November, twenty twelve, and in that time, it was the end of year exams for campus, hmm. and with all the du'as I made on my journey. Alhamdulillah, I made, Allah made it easy for me and I passed with good grades. So Alhamdulillah, that mashallah. Is a positive. Mashallah. Now, on your journey to Hajj and when you came back, how did it feel to be back? It felt weird being back in reality because when you're on that journey, there's nothing about worrying about food, mm. you know, washing and mm. those kind of things. When you're on that journey, it's basically you do your ibadah. Mm. Okay. And some advice that you would like to share to the youth if they are thinking about going on to Hajj. If you're afforded the opportunity to go for Hajj, do not delay it. Um, don't think, ah, oh, I'm too young. Um, Hajj is going to hold me back. I can't do what I want to do still. You know, you have that bucket list you yes. need to tick off, that kind of thing. You can't guarantee your life. So if the opportunity arises, go for Hajj. Um, you also have your strength while you're young. Um, and Hajj doesn't stop you from enjoying life. Mm. You can enjoy life within the Islamic boundaries as well. Mm. And just going back to first of all, when you said that uh, you were accredited for Hajj and you would never thought in your whole entire life that you would actually have the opportunity to go on Hajj. Now, when you had that opportunity, was the feeling really there? Um, financially, we weren't ready when we got the news that we were accredited. Yes. Um, and then one of my aunts told my mother she mustn't worry, everything will fall into place. And, you know, Allah is so merciful. Everything fell into place. Um, yeah, it was just amazing. Um, 
And from your side, were you ready? Were or was there any doubt saying that no, you're too young? I'm no, not, not too at young. all. Not at all. Nothing there was all? quite a few people that asked my mother, "Can you take um, your daughter on Hajj? She's quite young." But I felt I am ready, and I would love to go on Hajj. It's a. I feel it's a great achievement in my life at that age. Mm-hmm. And my call was there, and if your call is there, you mustn't deny. Yes, definitely. If your call is there, then nothing can actually stop you from yeah. going. So, Rabia, with regards to you going on Hajj or you having um, been on Hajj, is it a journey that you would undertake again? Of course, I'd I'd love to go on Hajj and on Umrah again. You once you're there, you'd want to go over and over again. When you hear people are leaving for Hajj or for Umrah, your heart aches to go with. Okay, so if you are looking at maybe traveling the world, is Hajj going to be on your first list? Yes, definitely. And which other countries still? Um, and traveling around the world just to see what the other places look like, um, I'd love to go travel. Okay, Rabia, in closing, is there anything that you would want to share to those listening in at the moment? Is there anything that you would want to share to those listening in at the moment? Yes, um, for the Hajj that is leaving for Hajj this year, may Allah grant you a salamat journey and may Allah... Accept your Umrah and Hajj, grant your Hajj Makbul and Mabrur, and keep us all in your du'as. Aslam. Shukran, Rabia. Shukran so much for taking time out to speak to us more on this. And thank you for the VOC for affording me the opportunity as well. Shukran. so much. Shukran, and all the best to you. Aslam alaikum, Rabia. Wa alaikum salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.